everybody and welcome back to Generation Aughts, or I guess welcome to Generation Aughts. We didn't have a name until now. But now we do. But now we do. So it's me, Colin. And I'm Lexi. And uh, today we're going to continue our trek through our, our 2000s past and uh, hit on something that's had some surprising uh, lasting effect, I feel like, into today. Yeah, I think this is something that is very near and dear to both of our hearts. Absolutely. It's Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) And just like that, it's Shrek. Yeah, which, as you said, is something that seems like it's taken on a life of its own ever since it was released 18 years ago. I can't believe that it's been that long. I know. I I don't even remember when the last movie came out. Even Um, that was kind of a long time ago. Yeah, well... I think it was when I was in middle school, when we were in middle school. Yeah, I stopped watching them by then. Yeah, I want to say seventh grade, if I have to make a guess. And they've been talking about making a new one, like, forever. Well, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Okay. Okay. So, I don't know if we have the exact same schedule in mind, but uh, we're going to talk movies. We're going to talk video games. We're going to talk memes. 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 uh, The cultural iconic aspect of shrek in general yeah why why has it gotten so popular why is he still a thing i don't know well we will answer those questions or at least try our best (laughs) to we're gonna talk about them i don't know if we're gonna answer them um okay so first off we are gonna talk movies yes so well Oh. Actually, oh. I should say that before we talk about the movies, we should talk about where it all began, which, fun fact, was a book. A Shrek, book? Shrek was based on a book, and I feel like most people probably don't know that. No, I didn't know I that. I think it was kind of an obscure book, but the only reason I know that is because my uh, classroom library when I was in like first or second grade had a copy of Shrek by William Stieg from like 1990. Um, what? It was a picture book, and Shrek, it it was different from the movies in a lot of ways, but I feel like the only thing that's significant that's different was that the Shrek in this book breathed fire. Like, <laughs> what? He was a fire-breathing ogre, and the whole book is basically him figuring out kind of what to do with himself after his parents kick him out of the house. Or the, oh, the, is this like a prequel? Um, I, I don't think the movies are meant to be like a direct... Sure. It was more like a loose adaptation. But this is like Young Man Shrek. Yes, this is Young Man Shrek. His parents like kick him out of the house. Um, he's, he's much more of a like not nice ogre, I guess. So like at the beginning of the movie? Kind of, but he's more he's more like... Well, he's less of a DreamWorks ogre, sure. I guess. Um, less of a kids movie Talking ogre. Like battery here. Like... Well, he walks around just like tormenting people and like breathing fire and stuff. Which I guess, I guess that is kind of what Shrek is like at yeah. the beginning of the movies. Um, the sequel thing just keeps lining up weirdly. There's no Lord Farquaad in the book. That's okay. something that I remember. He there is a Fiona, hmm. but Shrek hears about Fiona and he decides to go after her because he's heard that. Fiona is the only creature that's uglier than him in like <laughs> his entire world. So he thinks like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go find that girl. Wow, that's a really good message for 
young people reading a storybook like that. Yeah, I mean, I guess that message is kind of the same in the end because he finds her and they're like really happy and ugly together forever. <laughs> this um, was in the 90s? Yeah, I think it was like 1990. I'm not totally sure though. How bizarre. Who, I always wonder when like this kind of random thing comes up, which it does frequently yes. all the time. Is like, who are these like movie scouts that are going around and like, oh, I found this children's book and well, like this would be great material for a. That's an interesting movie. question because one of. So the very first person who saw the Shrek book and bought the rights was Steven Spielberg. What? <laughs> yeah. That's something what? that I just found out today after like reading up on it a little <laughs> bit. But um, I guess, you know, I think of it as kind of obscure. I feel like just because the movies have totally eclipsed. It, right, yeah. But I guess it must have been like fairly well known because Steven Spielberg picked it up, but then DreamWorks, someone from DreamWorks wanted it really, really badly. Hmm. So I think they bought it from Steven Spielberg. Jeez, you've gotta wonder, like, what does he have now? Like, obviously these like creative types are just going around and like buying up rights to things that like might be a thing yeah. at some point. And I wonder what they have at this point. That, I'm like, sure either didn't pan out or is gonna be a thing eventually. I'm sure there's a lot of things because I've always heard that yeah, same as what you said, like movie companies and people making movies are always going around and buying the rights, but the majority of that stuff never gets past like buying the rights. Yeah. So there's How probably much does rights go for? I don't know. I I'm sure like a children's author is like anything. Yep, yeah, cool, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, I have down. to wonder, like, is he making bank nowadays? Because... At this point, probably. Yeah. He must have gotten like a percentage, I would hope. Um, but, I, you know, he's going to make more money selling the rights probably than making like a bunch of children's books. Like, yeah. authors don't make that much, right? For the most part. Yeah, unless you get really lucky. Right. But well, I, wild. Okay, so it began as a book. Yes, it began as a book. Um... I feel like I feel like I need to show you a picture of okay. what the original Shrek looked like. I know it doesn't exactly come across in podcast form. We'll describe it. Yeah, <laughs> but he really is like, I mean, he really is quite ugly. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Wow. He's much more ogreish. Yeah, you can really see his pores. Yeah, you can. <laughs> um, he. Interesting. He kind of has like a little tuft of hair. Um, <laughs> he has. A very hairy nose, and I think those spots are like pimples mm-hmm. on his face. Young man Shrek. He has little beady red eyes, but the thing that did not change is his little green Stubbies. stubby ears. Stubby ears. Candle makers. Which I'm glad, yeah, wax candle makers. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they kept the ears because I feel like Shrek wouldn't be Shrek without his They're little... They're iconic, yeah. What if yeah. he had like rabbit ears or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> or like basset hound ears. <laughs> So, okay, weird, weird diversion there. Yeah, I had no idea. But I felt, I felt like we should start there. Yeah, no, um, totally. Was there a donkey? Yes, there was a donkey. Hmm. Don't exactly remember his uh, his role in the book, but there was a donkey. Got eaten. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, moving on to the movies now. Which before we kind of. Do a deepish dives on the two we remember and talk vaguely about the other two. Which one is your favorite, do you think? Um, I don't know. I I feel like I almost equally enjoy the first one and the second mm-hmm. one. I'd probably have to say the first one. Yeah. Just because I feel like, you know, the first one should always be the best. 
But the second one for sequel, I think, is also really good. I think the second one got a lot lower ratings. Oh, really? Yes. So it not as low as the ratings eventually got for, like, the third and the fourth. Don't know if you can get lower than that. Yeah, true. I think the second one might have been not as good as I remember and only good because, you know, I was a child. Sure. But I still enjoyed it. I, having not watched either in a while, definitely the first one, more recently than the second one, I kind of want to say two for me. Like, it's very rare that uh, I feel like an animation sequel is, like, even half as good as, like, the original. I feel like Toy Story and Shrek are the two that I'm thinking of where the sequel is equally good as the first movie. Yeah, and I mean, when the eventual live-action Cat in the Hat 2 comes out, that one will probably be as good, but... I've been waiting for so long for that one. I just don't I know. hope that whatever vault they have that locked in, they keep it in there. No, they just haven't shot it yet. They're waiting until the kids are old enough to shoot the scenes they really wanted to shoot in the first one. What kind of scenes? So Shrek 1 <laughs> yes. uh, is a stone-cold classic at this point. Yeah, and it was really critically acclaimed when it first came out because, as I've learned, it won the very first ever Oscar for an animated film. Really? Jeez. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think what's kind of weird about that time in, like, movie history is that, like, how new, like, computer graphics, like, movies were. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really weird angle to come at because it's, like, Shrek was, like, new technology like they had all this new technology that they put into it and like the fact that it still holds up now shows that like it was time so speaking of technology yes did you know that shrek they originally tried to make it in motion capture no (laughs) they did they tried to make it in motion capture but they i guess did it a little bit and they were like oh man this isn't this didn't work (laughs) it's not so they just went to the like computer graphics that makes sense. I I feel like I remember hearing, I know we're like totally getting behind the scenes before we even talk about the movie, but I feel like I remember hearing that, um, can I voice Shrek? Mike Myers. Mike Myers. That he did like three quarters of the movie in one voice and then decided that he was going to do a Scottish accent for the character. And so they had to, like, redo all the lines after that again. So ended up being a good decision. Yeah. Because I feel like his accent is iconic. But yes. what a power move. I know. What yeah. a diva move. You know, you hear he's not very easy to work with. So that would be a good example of that, I guess. It's kind of amazing that he took the character so seriously, though. Yeah. That he, like, really had an opinion on how he thought that Shrek should sound. Yeah. I. That does seem very diva-ish. I mean, I mean, it's kind of good, though, that he was so invested yeah. in his character of Shrek. I wonder, I wonder how different the movie would be if it was just in his normal voice. Not as good. I guess not as good, but it would still be pretty popular, though. Probably. Yeah, I mean, like, the writing and all that. No one was like, yeah. oh, I just love that Scottish <laughs> accent. Oscar! Oscar! Oscar. <laughs> um, but I do think it definitely played a part in its popularity. Um, but as far as the first one goes, I think that one definitely had the most, like, adult humor in it. Oh, for Or, like, sure. double entendres, for sure. Just because, like, I feel like that's a big reason why it is so popular, too. Mm-hmm. Is because parents were willing to watch it. My mom more than loves once. Shrek. 
Did, have your parents ever commented on Shrek? Oh, man. Not that I can remember, but I think that my mom at least doesn't mind the first couple. Yeah. She probably doesn't even know the other ones exist. Maybe Better she that does way. because we... Man, we might have one on DVD. I have no <laughs> idea. But uh, definitely there was no complaints on watching that one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's some movies that my mom... I'm sure she was just, like, dragged to, yeah. and that's probably a terrible part about having a child is that yeah. you have to watch all their, like, terrible movies. Right, over um, and over and over. Yeah, Alvin and the Chipmunks. My parents hated that movie, but to this day, if I mention Shrek, my mom's like, I like Shrek. Mm-hmm. And that... Strong opinion right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, for her for her to remember the movies. Yeah. To remember, like, a movie that I watched as a child. Out of everything, yeah. Um, but... We also, I mean, we're going to get into this later, but me and my mom also played the Shrek 2 video game mm-hmm. on PS2, so there's some additional memories True, that yeah. she has. Yeah, I don't think my mom ever did that, but I'm sure she had to go buy it for me. So Yes, same thing. Another, another <laughs> memory there. I do think we have a couple of them on DVD, at least the second one. The second Maybe one? The third. So the second one, if you remember, had the like bonus scenes on DVD. Yes. It had... Far, far away Idol. American Idol. Yeah. yeah. With Simon Cowell. Yes. And that, that was also pretty iconic. <laughs> yeah. That was iconic. I also remember watching, like, the bloopers from it, I guess, when, like, yeah. the animation would just go wrong and, like, the eyes would just, like, shoot out <laughs> or, like, it'd be walking and, like, the leg would be, like, off to the side, like, doing something. <laughs> I have no idea how that stuff works. So, like, I don't know how that can, like, just happen. <laughs> But, yeah, there were a lot of good ones, or, like, weird hair on Shrek or something like that. Kind of like the Shrek, the book, his weird hair. Just like that. His weird tuft of orangey hair. Exactly. Does he, is he completely bald? Yeah. Mm. I, well, I think he actually has, like, a little bit of stubble. Really? There's this one scene I remember, I think it was from the later movies, or maybe it was the second one where Shrek is, like, shaving, so he at least grows hair, I think. He I just, mean, they animated it on him, but... I think he just keeps it uh, trimmed. Well, short. Shaved. He shaves his head. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, you're shaving his head? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying like, No, his face. no. He shaved his face in the one that I'm remembering, but I'm just thinking about the fact that I feel like his head has some stubble on it, so that means he's probably shaved his head. But anyway. <laughs> this is the longest anyone has ever talked about this on the internet, I think. You don't know that? <laughs> I don't know. It's just a feeling. Okay, so the first one, I feel like has some really standout characters. It has some standout music. It all sure yeah. It has standout everything. It I does, guess. yeah. It like, legitimately just like a really good movie. Yeah. Lord Farquaad. Lord Farquaad. The song, like the. Uh, oh man, what's that Disney ride with the little. It's singing. a small yeah. world after the, all. Yeah, that type machine thing when they first get in that city. Yeah. And it's like... Shine your shoes, wipe your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that one's really good. That's the adult humor, I yes. guess, that we're talking about. Must be compensating for something. Yeah. There's a lot of mystery out there in regards to where Farquaad, like came from or like where the idea for him came from. Hmm. Um I've heard a lot of theories in the past about that because I've heard like that. What? Well, I've heard that Farquaad is meant to be a representation of the, I guess, CEO of Disney at the time, because obviously <laughs> they had like kind of a rivalry. And I looked at the CEO and I could kind of see it. Hmm. Um, but there's other 
there's other people who it's been pointed to as like, oh yeah, Farquaad was like totally based on that person. What the heck? Not really the kind of character that you want to have based no. on you. No, definitely very, not. Yeah. I'd, I'd believe it was like a rude representation of the Disney CEO. Weird. Who was it at that point? No one famous, I don't think. I mean, I didn't really recognize the name. I feel like in certain circles it might be like more Maybe. known, but yeah. I think his name was like Jeffrey something. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, okay, yeah, so he was great. Gingy's great. I love Gingy. Gingy's really good. He comes up in the game section later too. He was... Pinocchio. Yeah, I mean, I just the general conceit of like, you know, turning all these fairy tale characters into one thing or another mm-hmm. and like making it into like kind of a modern movie while also like being back in the day, like medievally back in the day, uh, is a really interesting concept that they yeah. did really well, I feel like. I mean, it's, I really like the fact that they, like you said, took all these traditional fairy tale things and they kind of like turned them on their head. Yeah. Like the fact that, you know, Shrek and Fiona's happily ever after is being ugly um, and mm. Shrek isn't like a handsome prince or anything. He's yeah. just an ogre, and that's okay. Even ogres can get like happy fairy tale endings. And Pinocchio's father, Geppetto, was selling him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny scene when they're showing like all the fairy tale creatures yeah. being rounded up. Yeah, there's probably an allegory for that somewhere, but I don't know. Uh, but yeah, just overall really good movie. The uh, female character was the one that was like doing all the ass kicking and stuff. Yeah, that's true. I feel like they like made some real hard points to like literally just flip it on its head, and then yeah, it just had like really good writing. I feel like stuff that sticks with people. And it spawned uh, the Shrek the Musical, which <laughs> oh. I would like to tell you that I saw many years ago. At Santa, Ro- Santa Rosa Community College in Santa Rosa, California. What's the Lexi review? It was delightful. I mean, it was actually... Was it? It was. It was very silly with the, like, characters. Because, obviously, it's, like, weird to see someone dress up as Shrek. And, you know, he had to yeah. paint his whole body green. Yeah. And, like, he had those little his ears. His whole body? Yeah, his whole body. Oh, my gosh. What? You think they would just, like, have his face green and then have his, like, skin normal colored? No. Okay. No, he has to be green. Um, yeah, I saw it with my grandma when I was visiting her town. Her idea, I assume? Oh, yeah. she. Whenever I went to visit her in California, she always had a list of like activities that we were going to go do. Um, so I think that day we... This is not relevant at all. But I think that day we went and we like ate at the community college uh, restaurant, mm. which is, you know, a restaurant that's... Um, made for the students, the culinary students, to, like, practice. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was, like, a dining hall, and I was like, oh, okay. No, no, it was, like, a practice uh, gotcha. community college chef restaurant. And then we saw Shrek the Musical, which I think she'd gotten very discounted tickets on. Um, and what I, being a young teenager, was obviously like, I don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> but it was actually really good. I like the way that they did certain things. Is it just, like the same story as Shrek 1 pretty much or yeah it's pretty much the same story just like kind of adapted to uh stage I guess yeah and there's like songs there's all kinds of songs written for the it's a musical so right 
So it adds in a whole canon of new songs. I don't think I'd be down for that at all. I mean, it was on, like, Broadway and stuff. It's a good... It's a good play. (laughs) Even at the community college. That's what I don't get about, like, oh, it's a Broadway play. But, like, if I performed a Broadway play, it would not be good. So doesn't it matter on the actors, too? Yeah, it does. But it, it matters that the play is good too and the play was good and the actors happened to be good they might not have been but they were (laughs) so yeah we got um film uh theater video games yeah yeah it's i mean like toys like Mm -hmm. educational computer games i saw there's like i don't know like pez dispense like everything everything there's just been shrek everything at this point um food yeah food yeah yeah i mean they've done like fruit snacks at the least for sure but Uh, like they i remember they've done like shrek themed like oh your frosting's green on your like (laughs) lunchables or whatever or like the kids cuisine there's definitely been shrek kids cuisines funny thing about early 2000s kids snacks i feel like so much of it was like oddly colored and just weird gimmicky nickelodeon slime stuff shrek like do you remember they used to have that ketchup for a while that was in different colors no they had ketchup are you sure you weren't eating paint i'm sure they had ketchup that was like green and purple and yellowy and stuff no that sounds bad i don't think yeah i think i think it went away pretty quickly because no one there's no market out there even for children who want to eat like purple ketchup not for an entire bottle Yeah, no. no. That makes me, like, not want to eat just thinking about that. Yeah, I feel like food was so gimmicky and everything was just, like, colorful and, like, in your face. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's kind of a 90s stereotype, too. So maybe it was a bit of a holdover from that. I think always there's, like, a bit of, like, bleed over when you go from one decade into the next. So I think a lot of early 2000s stuff was very 90s. Um, But that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, we're, we're kind of talking about the video games of Shrek and I feel like the one that we both played the most was Shrek 2 on the PS2, which I mentioned earlier playing with my mom. Mm -hmm. Um, that was a good game. That was a good game. I have good memories. I played a lot of them, but that was the only one that I, well, that was the only console one that I owned. I have a secret one. I don't think you know about. You we'll played other Shrek games? Yes. Oh, what did you play? I played Shrek 2. I played Shrek the 3rd, but I just rented that. Hmm. These are all on PS2, so this is like some older stuff. Uh, but for my Game Boy, I had uh, Shrek Swamp Cart Speedway. What? Yep. Shrek, Shrek Cart Swamp, Swamp Cart, Cart Speedway. Speedway. Which was just the Mario, Mario Kart, Kart clone, <laughs> but it had Shrek characters, and you could hardly see what was on the screen, because it was, like, old, yeah. like, not good-looking, weird kart racing stuff. Um, they had, like, weird characters, like, because this was, like, only after Shrek 1. Mm-hmm. So they had to, like, fill in weird characters, like, I think there was, like, the Three Little Pigs... Yeah. There was, like, the Executioner that was, like, with Lord Farquaad. It's like, that character doesn't matter at all. That was the same thing in Shrek 2, I feel oh, the like. Game. Yeah, they had a lot of different characters that, I mean, they had Cinderella. They had the, the little mice. 
three blind Those eyes. are like side. You didn't, those aren't playable though. I think, yeah, I think they were playable. Mm-mm. The three blind mice were, I thought. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I feel like I remember doing like them being in the game. I don't remember Cinderella, but maybe I never even beat the game. I'm not actually sure. Um, it was a pretty, I feel like at times it could be a really hard game. Yeah, you're thinking of a very particular time that I also thought was hard, and the internet agrees was also hard. A lot of it, you know, when I went back and, like, watched some videos of the gameplay on YouTube, a lot of it I was remembering was pretty hard, and I spent a while with my mom trying to finish those levels. I feel like so many, at least in my experience, so many games that are based off kids' movies are just not, they don't really stand up in their own right as games. And they're just really easy, basically. Yeah. Um, and they're just meant as, like, an advertisement for the movie. But I feel like Shrek 2 on the PS2 was hard in its own right. I only remember thinking that the Flying Dragon part was hard. Yeah. And it doesn't look that hard when you watch it now, but I think it was. That's what I thought, and then we got towards the end of it, and I was like... Okay, I could see that being a little challenging. Yeah, for those of you who didn't play this game, you're basically playing the character of Donkey riding on uh, the dragon's back, and you're trying to chase... Back. Back, yes. Yes. And you're trying to chase down a carriage, and you have to, like, like, you know, there's a big log on the ground, and you gotta fly up. It's like an on-rails section where, like, you're flying in one way, but then you just have to, like, move to different corners to dodge, like... A lot of bridges and a lot of trees and a lot of stuff. So it's like, you know, you got four corners to go to, get some coins or whatever. I don't know what you use the coins for. Uh, But yeah, no, towards the end there, it definitely got a little rough as far as like, you got to be pretty, pretty darn quick. So that one, that one was really hard. And that's the one I remembered. But there's also other ones like the final bosses were like, there's the big troll um, towards the end. There's the fairy godmother. She was also a really hard yeah, boss. Yeah, okay, I do remember that. I'm really blanking on the troll. Did you have to fight the Robin Hood guy? Yeah. Okay. I don't think that one was too bad, though. Probably not. I'm, maybe I just didn't even make it as far as you did. And I just replayed the original levels over and over. Like a scrub. Just like a scrub. Gingy was cool. Puss in mm-hmm. Boots was cool. Yeah. I like the level where you had to sing to blow up the birds. Oh, it was a quick time event. You had to like press the buttons. Yeah. At a certain time. That was so many of the games was like pressing the right. You would have liked Rock Band so much. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that game was good. Um, I actually managed to find someone else who also had the uh, Shrek Swamp Kart Speed Swamp <laughs> Racer swamp game. Swamp Kart Speed game. Um, which was very random surprising to me. That someone else had the game, because it's obviously really obscure. Um, but yeah, Shrek 2, really good. Shrek 3, alright. I never had that game. I only had the one. Yeah, so I had this weird memory of some kind of like tower defense thing where like Shrek has a cannon and there's like ships coming in. You have to like shoot the ships with the cannon hmm. or you have to like knock down a castle with a catapult or something like that. Maybe also a cannon. It was very, like, Angry Birds adjacent yeah. at, at times, which is really, really random. Because most of Shrek 3 was pretty much just Shrek 2. Like, same gist, mm-hmm. just, like, I, jumping around and stuff. The game? Mm-hmm. 
So you think it was worse than the second one? I think that, and critics agree. So I, I looked it up, the general consensus. For Shrek 2 was a 7, <laughs> seven. out of 10. It's not so that's terrible. not bad. That's especially for like as awful as like movie tie-in games are yeah, usually. That's exactly what I was except thinking. Except for the live action Cat in the Hat game. That one was uh, pretty good. Um, I feel like you can't like get through a single podcast without shouting out Cat in the Hat. <laughs> they should listen be, to the last couple. I didn't mention them once. They should be paying you. I didn't mention them once. Who's they? Cat in the Hat creators. (laughs) The Seuss family. Yes. 500 big ones right now. No, the Seuss family doesn't like the Cat in the Hat movies. I don't believe it. Um, And then I think Shrek the Third also got a, like a six or five or something like that. So it got a little worse, but. (laughs) As most things do. As most things do. Which I think is a good time to transition to Shrek 3 and 4. Yes. Which we kind of skated over earlier. So I feel like there's, I might be misremembering, but I feel like there's Shrek 3 and then there's like Shrek Forever After. Yeah, that's the fourth one. Okay. And Rumpled Stiltskin. Yeah, so I basically just remember the one with Prince Charming. I feel like that was three. That's the second one. That's the second one? Yeah. I feel like they also brought in, or Arthur. Yeah, I think of Arthur. Is that three or four? That's three. Okay. And I I think I watched Again, these two... Not as good. You know, it's kind of memorable. It's kind of interesting because I have no memory of watching Shrek one or two in theaters. What I remember most is like sitting at home and watching it on the yeah. the DVD player or the VHS or that whatever. Makes sense. Would you take a four year old to a movie or a three year old? A lot of people seem to. <laughs> I just can't abide that. Yeah, I agree. But I feel like I have such fond memories of watching the first couple um, with. You know, with my family at mm-hmm. home and with, like, my cousin and my sister. And it was it was a good movie to watch, like, with other kids, I feel like. It's a great party movie. Yeah, I, I wish there was some kind of counter to know, like, how many times have I seen each Shrek movie. Yeah. Because it definitely goes down more. I don't even think I've seen the entirety of the fourth one. Yeah, so what I was, what I was kind of going to say is that, like, for three and four, I remember watching those in theaters once and never, like, came yeah. back to them. There's just, there's not that sense of like watching it over and over again with, you know, my friends and my sister just watched it once and I was like. They just weren't as good. Yeah. Even as a child, I guess I was like, oh. Right. And I think there's like a a tendency for you, like obviously to fall off of those kinds of movies, like as you get older, because like you're not a kid anymore. You don't want to watch kid movies. Then you get to our age and you're like, yeah, cool. I'll watch Shrek again. If the... Shrek movie that they're talking about making comes out. I wonder who, like, what the audience is going to be for that one. New kids. Probably. Maybe. I bet you a lot of kids have still seen, like, at least the first two Shreks. I feel like there's some kids' movies that come out, and a big part of the audience is, like, people our age, like Toy Story. Sure. But I just don't see that happening with <laughs> the yeah. Shrek movie, should they release one. I see, like, the same crowd going to that as, like, the people that, like, went to Sonic because they're like, oh, it's going to be so cringy. Like, yeah. oh, I got to see this new thing. Um, but, yeah, 3 and 4, not as good. Although, when the king dies in 3, that's, that's pretty emotional. Yeah. You were mentioning something about a song. Doesn't, isn't that when, like, frogs sing yeah. live and let die? Mm-hmm. That is pretty sad. Oh, I thought you had, like, a fact about it or something. No, I'm just I'm just having a flashback right now. 
to that scene. Oh. I'm fully within Is that, that scene. your eyes are tearing up? Yes. That's yeah. why I cry every day. That was sad. I did really like the conceit in Shrek 2 that, like, he has to go meet her in-laws. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's, like, just the perfect... Like, I know. What do you do after Shrek 1? Like, <laughs> oh, well, there's a king and queen. Like, go meet the in-laws, you ogre. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. The first one is so... Just, I feel like at least it starts out not grounded in reality. Yeah. Um, like, he lives in a swamp. But then the second movie, like you mentioned, is so, like, well, now we're going on our honeymoon, and then I gotta meet her parents, and... Right. Yeah. I feel like part of the reason that I like the second one more is just because, like, the first one feels really empty. Yeah. Just because, like, it was probably would have been so expensive for them to make, like, a bunch of extras and stuff like that. But, like, most of the time they're alone, like, just walking. Yeah. Which is kinda, cool. I kind of like that, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's still good, but I kind of, like, they, like, went to this entire, like, fairy tale like, city, essentially, and, like, mm-hmm. to see what all that was. Like, they had the, um... Oh, man, I don't remember what the joke was, but it was, like, a fast food joint, like, the fairy godmother was going to. They had, like, potion factories and stuff like that, and I don't know. I probably just thought that was, like, you know, it was never, like, a, oh, I want to go to Hogwarts. Oh, I want to go to Shrek City. Far, far, far away. (laughs) Something like that. Um, But, you know, I do think that opened up a lot of good, like, pun opportunities and stuff like that. You're right. So, I thought that was cool. So how about how about that Shrek music? So, yeah, I thought that was cool. How about that Shrek music? Uh, yeah. That another another reason it's iconic. The first two movies, I can't speak for the third and fourth. The first yeah. two movies had way too good of a soundtrack yeah. for like what for a children's movie, yeah. you know? That, for Shrek, it was good enough for like yeah. a children's movie in general. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, and it like spawned a lot of really big hits, like. In the second movie, I think there's Counting Crows, Accidentally in Love, which, mm. if I'm not mistaken, was written for the Shrek 2 soundtrack. Really? I think hmm. so. I wasn't able to find, like, a definitive answer, but, Weird. yeah, I and that, like, became a huge hit, because it was in Shrek. Um, and, well, I'm thinking of two songs. One is very serious, and one is not so serious. The What's the serious one? The serious one is Hallelujah, mm. and that is... That's in the second one, right? No, that's in the first one. That's in the when? first one when Shrek, he has that whole misunderstanding with Fiona, oh, where right. he thinks that she's talking about him oh, being ugly, but she's oh, actually talking about herself. Oh my god! Secretly being an ogre. Um, and yeah, I that I'm pretty sure is when Hallelujah played. Yeah, I think you're right. And that was a very very sad song, <laughs> and I think that. Even though Hallelujah was written years before by Leonard Cohen, mm-hmm. I think that song or that movie made it a lot more famous and kind of gave it new, hmm. you know, new life. Yeah. I mean, Smash Mouth. Yeah, that's the less, like, <laughs> that's the less serious one. That's like the iconic, like all star. Yeah. Also, what was the other one? What was the other Smash Mouth song? Uh, that was another one. Maybe Might we'll, be in the second one. Maybe we'll remember it as time goes on. Yeah, probably not. But um, <laughs> so yeah, like, all that's star, huge all, all star. star. I did all star by Smash Mouth. Uh, for those of you who might not know, um, most of you probably know. So like we said that. Oh okay, all star by Smash Mouth. 
<laughs> sponsored by <Yeah>. Smash Mouth. <laughs> um, so that song, I like did some research and I looked up some interviews uh, by Smash Mouth to see how they felt about that song mm-hmm. and like what how it became a part. That's what I was wondering about. I had only hearsay to say about that. So the song wasn't written for Shrek. Like it came out a couple years earlier and it had had some pretty decent popularity. Um, but I think it's safe to say that part of its lasting appeal comes from the fact that it was in Shrek and so many kids grew up and remembered it. Yeah. Again, we'll never know if that's, if it's true or not, whether it would have had some lasting impact anyways, but like... I would like to say that I think that song would have been kind of left in the 90s if it hadn't become so iconic. I think it came out in 99. Or at least the album came out I'd believe that. Um, so Smash Mouth, I thought this was really funny. They were basically hounded by DreamWorks to like give them the song to use mm-hmm. for Shrek. And they didn't want to because Smash Mouth was kind of like a punk ish band. And they were like, oh, like putting our song in a kid's movie would just kind of ruin our cred. They didn't want to sell out. <laughs> yeah. They didn't want to sell out. To DreamWorks. <laughs> yeah. But they, they denied DreamWorks for like a month. And DreamWorks kept saying, like, hey, give us your, give us your song. And uh, Smash Mouth kept saying, no. But then one day DreamWorks sent over the movie for them to watch. Yeah. And Smash Mouth watched the movie and they were like, oh, this is really good. Yeah. So, yeah, they were totally unconvinced because they thought it was just some kid's movie. But they liked Shrek. They thought that it fit the yeah. vibe of their band. And watching the movie actually convinced them. Can you imagine watching the movie without the Smash Mouth music in it. I wonder if they put the music in so they could like see what it might be like to put it in. Yeah, so you know, that's actually something else that I was reading about. Apparently, DreamWorks tested the music very, very thoroughly yeah. and they went through like a bunch of different iterations of soundtracks and they constructed so they weren't entirely sure how Shrek was going to be. So they constructed different personalities for him and they had different music for all of them and they kept cutting songs. Weird. Like, I think one thing I read was that they had like a teddy bear persona for Shrek and they picked a bunch of music for that. Then they were like, nah, that's not his persona. I want to watch those other versions. Though. I know. I wish they would release those. Um, so the all-star song is one that kept like making it through all the cuts. Like that was yeah. the one that they for sure wanted uh, to be in the opening scene of the movie. Yeah. But it apparently like, really fits Shrek's vibe when the movie first starts because, you know, he's kind of, like, carefree and, like, you know, he's just doing his own thing and I feel like that's the message of (laughs) All-Star. So that's why they liked it. Yeah, I mean, that song is just a meme at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, someone's, like... Yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's... I feel like it's purely Mm -hmm. popular as a meme song at this point, which is... Really weird trajectory for a song, I feel like, especially for it to have like two years of like honestly, what probably would have been its best years like of popularity, and then for this movie to just like catapult that song into the mainstream, like, even today. I feel like it's kind of an easy song to make fun of. Um, yeah, not saying it's not good, but it's just so over the top, like 90s, I right? Guess. Yeah, and yeah. it's got that like got kind of like a silly voice and whistling and silly lyrics i feel like it's made fun of because it is like a 
holdover of just like pure 90s energy. I think so too. And people forget what that was like. And that's like the only thing to carry on in today. So they're like, what? The song is like so much. Like yeah. it's just a lot. And it's like, that was the 90s, man. Yeah. The song I think is for sure connected to the memes. And yeah. there's there's no telling why Shrek, I think around 2012, started taking on this new life as a meme. But I would say that it's just, it's at its heart kind of an absurd concept. Yes. Like Shrek, he's weird and he's green mm-hmm. and he lives in a swamp. Mm-hmm. And I feel like things like that are just really easy to turn into memes because they're already kind of absurd. Yeah. I mean, that was probably the age where like kids who had watched it, liked it, went through a phase of like, I'm too cool for that. Still in that or beyond that and are now like, why? <laughs> like, why was shrek how it was like and like being able to i don't know like look critically at it even beyond just like oh yeah it's a movie like well stuff happens in movies there's i i don't want to get into this there's a lot of shrek memes i think the first ones that kind of started out the whole movement that were very sexual yeah um shrek is love shrek is, shrek love. is life shrek is life yes and i i don't know i feel like it's just when you grow up with a kid's movie or a kid's TV show, I feel like there's just this, when you grow up, there's this urge to kind of turn it into something like, or at least I'm not saying for everyone, but I feel like there's... Just for you? No, I feel like there's a certain subset of people who like kind of want to turn this childhood thing into... Rule 43. Yeah. Yes. But as I said, I don't, I don't want to get into that too much. I think a lot of the less sexual Shrek memes are just memes because they're absurd and funny. Like, I wrote down a couple. One of my favorites is this picture of a life-size Shrek doll sitting in the front seat of a car, and he's, like, all belted in, and the caption is, like, let's let's go into Ogre Drive. <laughs> um, also, I remember a meme that was really big was when some couple somewhere had a Shrek cosplay wedding. What? And they did like full, full cosplay, like full green skin, full ears. And this so, was their actual wedding. So do you think someone does that because they're looking for a wedding that will get them attention? Or do you think because they really like Shrek? I feel like it has to be both. Maybe. I, I don't just, know. I can see someone doing it just for the attention. I guess. I just imagine the average, like, woman that's getting married. I feel like so many women care so not much. Not her. I, yeah, I just feel like so many women, maybe not her, care so much about their wedding. And you really have to like Shrek to turn, you know, this supposedly so special, important day into... Yeah. <laughs> into, um, swamp ogre. <laughs> but it's really, it's really funny. They, like, did full cosplay. Like, this isn't a half-assed yeah. Shrek thing. Swamp ogre sounds like what the Halloween mask of Shrek would look like, so it could be, like, not copyrighted. Yeah. It's just, like, a generic swamp ogre mask that's very clearly Shrek. <laughs> and it has, like, a off-brand name. Like, Swamp Ogre. Oh. <laughs> that's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> I was thinking, like, Shork. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ears might be, like, triangular instead of, like, the yeah. little dippy one. And he says, like, get out of my... <laughs> that sounds kind of weird. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. Get out bit. of my bayou. <laughs> American Shrek. Uh, other memes. I'm trying to 
I think the um I think the exact words of the Shrek in the car memes were put that shit into ogre drive. <laughs> <laughs> what are um, the other ones you have written down? I don't have any I'm not a big well, I memester. Just, I wrote down the Shrek cosplay wedding, I wrote down the ogre drive. Um but I also wrote down some quotes that I think have gotten really famous. Yes. Like uh we've already said, get out of my swamp. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably number one as far as Shrek quotes goes in popularity. Onions have layers. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's those deep. those are just really memeable because yeah. you take them out of their original context and they're really funny. <laughs> like, ogres have layers. Mm-hmm. Onions have layers. And that kind of ties into the whole absurdist... Um, I, I guess the absurdist way that memes are now if that makes sense yeah because i feel like as years go on they've just gotten less cohesive Mm -hmm. and more and more like haha ogre drive (laughs) that's i feel like that's even pretty cohesive as far as uh, yeah you're right modern day stuff goes but um so i think this is an interesting and important look into where does shrek fit into the future I think even though in like popular culture, he's still a very popular character to like make fun of and stuff like that, or like just talk about. Um, I think that his popularity has waned compared to like, you know, probably like 2000s was peak because Mm -hmm. they'd have like, like I said, he'd be on food. They had like rides. I'm pretty sure. Or he was like walking around theme parks or something (laughs) like that. Like I feel like that was peak like legitimate legitimate actual fame. shrek yeah fame. and then there's meme fame yeah which is very different and not as lucrative i would imagine yeah well i feel like i feel like shrek is just a genuinely good movie yeah. and i feel like it's one that's going to be remembered not just for the memes but just because it was like a good movie yeah so From i like our to, generation for sure i like to imagine that it's going to become even more of a classic than it yeah, already is. I think you're right. You know, the popularity might be gone, but like the peak popularity might be gone, but I think it'll still be relevant, I guess. Like, you know, you can imagine someone our age having kids eventually and being like, here, watch this movie. <laughs> like, I watch Son, this movie all the time. You're, you're of the age. Yeah. It's old. <laughs> you're old enough to have this. My VHS copy of Shrek 2. Make sure you watch the, the American Idol. Yeah. <laughs> And the bloopers with Shrek's weird leg and his, his leg hair. <laughs> um, Shrek 5, do you want it? Do I want it? Yeah. No, absolutely not. Even, I was pretty young when the most recent movies came out, but even yeah. then, as I think I mentioned, I was like, I don't want any more of this. I was like, yeah. I want to get off this Shrek ride. I can't, <laughs> I can't get off, I'm locked in. <laughs> I kind of forgot about the babies until now. Oh, yeah. And they would just do like a, oh, my swamp babies are teenagers now. And like, oh, they're all dating and driving or whatever. And I don't want that. I feel like no one wants that. But I also think it's been long enough that if they had something and it wasn't family oriented, I'd be down for a Shrek 5. I can't see a world in which it wouldn't be family oriented. You're right. Maybe they <laughs> like get what, divorced. What, what are you expecting to see? Like Shrek XXX? No. No. I just mean like not like <laughs> the, the... swampening. <laughs> not like it 
doesn't center. Yeah, but like it, the but general has... conceit isn't like my kids. Yeah. I'm a dad now. <laughs> what does it mean to be a dad? Let's explore that through Shrek. Like yeah. <laughs> that's not what I want. I want right. more Shrek One, Shrek Two, just like funny, not relatable, especially stuff, but also kind of, kind of relatable. Sad thing is, I don't think you can ever actually get back there. You know, at this point, I don't think Shrek is ever gonna be. Like, the way it was in the first or the second movie. If they made the children adults and not in the picture, I think they could do something. We'll oh, see. old Shrek Jr. is at law school. Oh, yeah, we won't be hearing from him this movie. <laughs> Swamp Law. Property And, like, law. It, it explores... um. It explores Shrek Jr. trying to... No, no, I don't want to... Li- I don't want to know about the kids. <laughs> well, well, you mentioned Law School, and now I feel like that's too interesting of a movie to pass up. Like, uh, Shrek Jr. explores prejudices against ogres in his oh. law school. I thought it'd be more like property rights stuff. Like, you could start a law firm, like, get out of my swamp, LLC. I imagined him in college, like, um, like the goofy, like, goofy son. Yeah, I don't want that. I hate, <laughs> I hate even thinking about that. I want nothing to do with that. Um, so I guess we can't have it. Okay. If that's the only option. Tell DreamWorks. DreamWorks, <laughs> no. you canceled. You no, done. No, 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 DreamWorks. Don't want that. No, don't want it. I don't think anybody wants that. But, you know, I think that's a pretty comprehensive look at Shrek. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if we really uh, answered any questions. That's but... why when you said that, I was like, I don't know. If but we sure that. talked about them. But we sure did talk about the topic. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we'll ever really know why Shrek has become such a memeable topic. But I well, think there's a lot of reasons. It just it just has that special absurd quality that a lot of things from that time era, time period, do, and that's as close to an answer as I have. I'll take it. Okay. I'll take it to the bank. Thank you. Uh, so that's the end of our episode. Thank you for listening to Generation Ots. Yes. Singular. Yes, plural? that is our name. Singular, plural. Ots. Ots. Generation Ots. Um, our art. <laughs> what is it? I always forget the word. Cover art. Yes. Our cover art was made by Cameron Schultz. So thank you to her for making that yeah. for free. Hire her. Hire her, and if you like it. I don't know. <laughs> Look her up, I guess. Well, thanks for liking it. Thanks for liking it. She'll enjoy that. So that's the end of our episode. Thanks for listening. And I will catch up with you next time. Bye. Bye. Keep saying absurd. Did you say absurd? Stop it. Or absurd. Absurd. <laughs>